Welcome to Pull Up A Chair and Let's Talk Care. Yeah, I decided to jump back on today. This is a bit of an odd one today because today is the third anniversary of my father's death. And I wanted to jump on because it's not only the third anniversary of my father's death, but also it's my mother's wedding anniversary which means for my mum it's a really hard day and after speaking to her this morning she she I could tell she didn't want to upset me I could tell she wanted to talk about it but she didn't want to bring it up and she wanted to safeguard other people's feelings. But I said to her, you can talk about it. You can talk about your memories, your your feelings, because it's your day. And it got me thinking about bereavement, loss, memories, celebrating the anniversaries that you had with somebody that you was married for, for well, what would have been 57 years, I believe, this year she would have been married with him, to him. So, it got me thinking about when does bereavement stop? When does that grieving stop? When do you expect people to stop bringing it up in a conversation? Or when do you stop them from saying, oh, it's the anniversary of the death or, you know, remembering dad, remembering mum or remembering sister or whatever? When do people expect that to stop? Or, you know, do people expect to stop? For me, I don't expect people to do anything I want them to do. I believe that grief bereavement, loss, is an individual thing. And if somebody wants to talk about somebody, they should be able to talk about it when they want and if they want. If they don't want to talk about it, then again, that's okay. I believe if somebody wants to remember somebody by putting up her post on Facebook, then that's absolutely fine. If somebody wants to remember somebody by setting off a balloon into the sky, then that's absolutely fine. If somebody wants to go out for a meal or do a meal with family or go do a walk in memory of somebody, then again, that's fine. Because your loss is your loss, it's nobody else's. Nobody else can tell you how to feel. What you feel is what you feel. So you have to manage that and you have to harness that and decide what's right for you. So so today, what is right for me? Well, what's right for me is making sure my mum's okay. That's the first thing. And so just checking in just saying it's okay to to be not okay. It's okay to feel whatever you're feeling. And as much as my mum said, oh, it's just another day. And I had to remind her, for her, it might not be just another day. And she doesn't have to 
have just another day. She can feel whatever she wants to feel. She doesn't have to be brave for me. Because I can look after my own feelings. The important thing is for my mum to be okay. That's, that's one thing for me. Because if mum's okay, I'm okay. And that was the important thing of today. The second thing is just for me to be able to think about my dad. And think many things. Don't get me wrong, you know. It was a character, and for anybody who knows him, it wasn't all plain sailing. Let's not pretend, you know. Um, but his latter years of life, certainly for me being an adult and him being a grandfather, no doubt he was an amazing grandfather. For his grandchildren, he was their grumpy. And he was amazing. And they will remember that. And they have memories that are amazing. You know, if you speak to the grandchildren, they remember the blood oranges that he used to peel for them or the apples that he used to chop up and pass them or pass them the bit and they used to suck off the apple. The naughty jokes, the pressing of the wheelchair when people came out of the shop so they thought the alarm went off or the naughty singing, or the crude jokes, or the winding up of their grandma. They will remember all of that. They'll also remember the love that he gave them and that the checking in that they were okay. And the making sure that the family was okay. And that no matter what you pulled together, and don't, don't get me wrong, if you weren't so good, you, you knew about it. Yeah, let's be honest. He had this large voice that everybody could know, and it was quite powerful, let's, let's be honest. And there was times, if we, us as children remember, you know, there was moments when he might have run in the streets in his, in his underpants, you know. There may have been times that he did things that we may not be as proud of. But ultimately, he was our dad. And we loved him unconditionally. And we miss him. And today, we're allowed to think about him, we're allowed to talk about him, we're allowed to remember him. It's not that we don't remember him any other day, we remember him every day. Because he was a big part of our lives. But today, he left us. Today, he died. And to be fair, he died peacefully, we believe. We wished upon everything that we were there. We weren't. But we feel he went when he chose to go and he was calm. We can't ask for much more than that, apart from everybody else being okay and everybody else being comfortable with their own grief and being allowed to take a moment today to think about him. 
not about sadness all the time, but about thinking of that memory and thinking, oh goodness me, did that really happen? Or laughing or giggling. Or just that, you know, when you think, oh, did he just say that? You know, those moments. But also realising if you have lost somebody, that you're allowed to feel whatever you feel and nobody, nobody can tell you you can't. There is no steps. Yes, I know people will say you'll feel anger, you'll feel sadness. Those steps may, may exist and I'm sure the professionals will be shouting at me saying, oh, you're not a professional. No, I'm not. But what I am is somebody who's lost who's been sadly touched by death. And the people that I've lost in life, each person that I've lost, I've grieved differently. So it is about that relationship with that person that you've lost that makes you grieve differently. So it, it, it makes a difference of who they are to how you grieve, how you, how, you, how you feel, how you manage those feelings or how you don't manage sometimes and sometimes they're all consuming. So you might not manage them as well as you should do. So be aware of that. But what I do know is that there's no step there's no actual, this will happen at this point, this will happen at this point. There, I don't believe there is. That's my opinion, of course. It's about you. It's not about anybody else. And when you get to these anniversaries, when you get to these times when either it's a wedding anniversary and that person's no longer here, or it's the first Christmas, or it's their first birthday, or it's the anniversary of their death, be aware those emotions can be all-consuming or sometimes they surprise you. And you might find they creep up on you. And it's like, oh, oh, it's today. And you might not have thought the day before that it was that day. That's fine. That's absolutely fine that you didn't plan it or that the, the, and that it comes as a surprise because that means you're living your life and you're allowed to live your life. You're allowed to still laugh and smile. You're allowed to enjoy life. So if that does happen, don't beat yourself up about it. Just feel whatever you feel. And then think about it. Take your time and then move on from that feeling, if you can. Find a way of dealing with it. Build some resilience around it. Find a way to minimise the stress levels of that feeling if you need to. Speak to somebody. Always speak to somebody. Find that person that you can talk to. But never make yourself feel bad for not feeling. Because sometimes you might be a person that actually, you don't have the triggers that it causes on the anniversaries and that's absolutely fine. Because you may have come to terms with it. You may have found your resilience, your ability. You may have realized, actually, I'm at peace with it. 
I know the person's out of pain or they may be a reason or there may be something that makes you think actually it's okay, I'm okay, our family is okay, we are okay and they are okay. You may have come to terms with it. You may still miss them but you know you're going to be okay and that's absolutely fine as well. So however you feel is okay. You may also have anger and that again is justified. Because it all depends on how a person dies and when they die and, you know, if they, if you feel that you've had closure, uh, closure is maybe one of those words that I'm not so sure about, but you may not have been able to say what you wanted to say or you might not have said goodbye or it may have been a sudden illness or a sudden death. And sometimes when it's a sudden death, you may not have had the opportunity to say bye. And again, that all depends. But what we have to remember is when it is about the thinking about the person that you've lost, try to focus on those moments that you remember that made you smile, especially on those anniversary times. But also remember life isn't like a fairy tale. Be open and honest with yourself. We certainly are. We, we don't just remember all the good times. We remember everything in our family. We're quite honest with it. We don't, we don't make it into a fairy tale. You know, we, we live in re- reality in our family. That's one thing anybody would say about our family. We are realistic. Um, we don't sugarcoat anything. Um, it, for, for people who know our family, you know what we're like. Um <laughs> We're certainly not, um, you know, uh, fairy dust and unicorns and rainbows and things like this. You know, we are quite honest and open. And, and you know, uh, we say as it is. And we are. We know that our <laughs> grumpy wasn't perfect. But he was our grumpy. And it doesn't matter what he did in the past. It mattered what he did in his latter years and how good he was to all those grandchildren that he had and great-grandchildren and how he was then. That's what matters. And he was an amazing grandfather. Nobody can take that away. And we remember that. That's what we remember. And And my mother loved him and she misses him. And I have to remember that. And we all remember that. And that's what we remember. The strength of their marriage. The strength of their connection. Regardless of all the other bits. We remember that. And that's what we remember today. The beauty of that. The absolute beauty of that. And that's what we have to do. And, and, and that, that's what it's about. It's not about the sadness. It's about the celebration of that they had that. Even with the rubbish. The fact that they had such amazing adventures in their latter 30 years of their life. Or maybe 20 years. 
and that their commitment was seen through. And, you know, you can't, nobody can take anything from that, away from that, nobody, regardless of your opinion on that. And that's what we remember today. And that's the best thing. And so the celebration of a life is what we remember today. Not the sadness of loss. We remember that we had him. And we're lucky for that. And that's what we remember. So yes, three years he's been gone. However, we had him for so much longer and we're lucky to have had him. So, Grumpy, we miss you. But your wife is amazing. Our mum, our grandma, our great-grandma is honestly incredible. And she does you proud. And she's stronger every single day. And so, do you know what? That's what we celebrate today. That woman. The strength of Susan Lee. Because, do you know what? She's the, got the most resilience I've ever known. So our celebration is because she's come through it and she still comes through it. So we celebrate their wedding anniversary today because it still exists, regardless. Do what you need to do. And thanks for joining us on Pull Up A Chair and Let's Talk Care. <laughs>